0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. I'm in a little different location, so it may sound a little different, a little ringy dingy, (laughs) a bit of a cave with some extraneous sounds in the background. But I'm really amazed by these computers, what they can do in filtering that kind of stuff out. So anyway, uh, as you know, we are working our way through the 119th Psalm, and we're at the stanza that goes from verses 129 through 136. We read the overall uh, stanza previously, and then we looked at the first four verses. Now, I want to go back and start at verse 129 again, and reread those four verses and finish the balance of the stanza. Listen to what the psalmist says, verse 129. Your testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, my soul observes them. The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I opened my mouth wide and panted, for I longed for your commandments. Turn to me and be gracious to me after your manner, with those who love your name." So we've seen previously that the psalmist is declaring the wonder of the testimonies of the Lord, the word of the Lord, and how he observes them, his soul observes them. Not just in the natural, not just in the spirit, but the seed of the emotions observes these things. And he says, you know, keep giving me these words, Lord. The unfolding of your word gives me light. Okay. It gives understanding to the simple. So it gives understanding to the simple. If a person is simple, unlearned or something like that, it might actually give understanding to the simple matter of something. It's the Lord that gives understanding. That's the bottom line. And he says, my mouth is wide open to receive from you, Lord. I'm literally panting as you pant and as you gasp for air and for breath. And he says, I have longed for your commandments. So then he says, Lord, turn to me. Again, it's not as if the Lord has turned away from him, but he's saying, no, oh, Lord, keep keep your face toward me. We've seen this earlier in the song. Keep your face toward me. Be gracious to me. And he's saying, I want you to do this in the manner that I know that you do it with those who love your name. I know that those who love your name, that you are gracious to them, that you turn to them, that you never abandon them. Now, verse 133. Establish my footsteps in your word. And do not let any iniquity have dominion over me. So notice what he says here. He says, Lord, I want my way, my footsteps, again, something that he's mentioned before. I want my direction, my path to be established in your word. Yes, also by your word, through your word, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. But in your word, can we say that, folks? Can we say that we want our paths, we want our directions established in the word of the Lord? Or I think it's sort of sad to uh, notice that for the most part, we sort of go our own way in the name of the Lord, then come back and say, God, why is this not working? And we never really sought to be established in his word. And then he says this, do not let any iniquity have dominion over me. You, You notice he didn't say, and Lord, let me never, ever sin again. Though that is a desire of our heart. And I believe if we are in the word, and I believe if we do what we see in the New Testament, John 15, if we abide in him, as long as we are abiding in him, we will not sin. Sin is actually this is stepping outside of the abiding of the Lord and going our own way, going our own path, going our own footsteps, following our own footsteps. So he's saying this, Lord, don't let any iniquity have dominion over me. A dominion, carrying the idea of, of uh, exercising power, of, of dominating, of, of having mastery, of lording over me. Lord, even though I may stumble on my path, even though my footsteps may trip, let that iniquity not have dominion over me. Another psalm says that a righteous man stumbles seven times and gets up and goes. In other words, you may stumble, you get up and go. You may stumble again, get up and go. You see it in First John that your pattern and practice of behavior is in the direction of righteousness. So he says, Lord, don't let this, uh, any iniquity have dominion or Lord over me. Verse 134, redeem me from the oppression of man that I may keep your precepts. We've seen him mentioned several times that the oppression of man has come against him. And that redeem means literally to redeem, to ransom, to rescue me. You know, Lord, save me from this oppression of man. And man does seek to oppress us. The enemy seeks to oppress us through man and through spirits, through man and through spirits alone. And he's saying, Lord, rescue me this. Why? That I may keep your precepts. Another way of describing the word. That I may keep your principles, your statutes, your commandments. Lord, you are the one that can save me from the oppression of man. We cannot do it in ourselves by our own volition. If we try to do that, we're just going to react in the flesh, folks. Then, verse 135, Make your face shine upon your servant, and teach me your statues. I think that goes back to what we've seen. Uh, You know, we see this a lot in these stanzas, that a thing mentioned earlier in the stanza would be, Built upon the last part of the stanza would be bookend, often it's two or three ideas. Here's one. In verse 132, he said, turn to me and be gracious to me. In verse 135 now, he says, make your face shine upon your servant and teach me your statutes. He's saying, Lord, I want the glory and the wonder and the power of the Most High God to be revealed upon me. It does mean face, faces. It also means presence presence. May the presence of the Lord shine upon us in everything that we do. And that's what the psalmist is asking here. And he's saying, Lord, release your power, release your presence upon me. I don't want to move within the power and the presence of who I am. We've already proven how that works out, right, folks? And don't do that. But make, and notice that, make your face shine Upon your servant. So we see again the humility of the psalmist. And he's just saying, Lord, teach me your statutes. So bring your presence, Lord, upon us and teach us what it is that you desire for us to see. Then the last verse, verse 136 My eyes shed streams of water because they do not keep your law. Well, I thought he said at the very beginning, Your testimonies are wonderful, therefore my soul observes them. Well, he does, and we see this all the way through this song with these stanzas. He'll say something at the beginning, then then he bookends it with e- either an affirmation of that or a declaration, God, I'm not there yet. And that's what he's saying. He said, Lord, I'm crying. My eyes shed tears, shed streams of water, because they do not keep your law. Ooh, that's interesting. My eyes shed streams of water, because they, the they refers to what? Eyes. Do not keep your law. He's saying, hey, my eyes are wondering here a bit, Lord. My eyes are wondering. You know, if David was the one who wrote this right here, (laughs) then we know what. Yeah, his eyes would wonder upon things. Uh, But all mankind does. And that's what he's saying. Lord, I haven't arrived yet. I don't keep your law the way I should. And my eyes, just using this as one example, Lord, my eyes are sometimes not upon what they should be or they're upon things that they should not be. And I realize I'm not keeping your law, and that's the reason I'm asking, Lord, that you will make your face shine upon me, that you will teach me from your statue. Lord, that's the reason I'm asking you to redeem me from the oppression of man because I look at this oppression too much and rather than upon you. Lord, that's the reason I'm asking you to help me with my footsteps. And don't let that iniquity have dominion over me because I'll I'll, I'll pay too much attention to that. Just using the example of the eyes. The psalmist is saying, Lord, I need your help right here. Woo, how much more do we?